Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. Some sinus stuff. That's uh, t- whenever this. Um, you can always. I can always tell by sinus issues when the weather is wacky, like when it's one extreme to the next. It just sort of yeah. gets you good. So, uh-huh. but other than that, I I feel good. Thank you. I was just. It's funny, yeah. Lynn, because I always. I love Lucy. You know, from Peanuts, and I love the pe- yeah. I love anything Peanuts. They're just. I love them. Matter of fact, I was just drinking my coffee out of my peanuts cup. And um, oh, I good. always quiz people. I quiz people on who, who's this one, who's that, who's blah, blah, blah. So I always used to cut out little comics that um, I love that Lucy would say because she said I would send my mother and father cards and they were always Lucy cards because they were mm-hmm. sort of egomaniacal in many ways. And I loved it. And my father, would, <laughs> as soon as he would open it, he would say, this is a Lucy card, isn't it? And I said, yep. And so anyway, I, downstairs a little comic that I cut out with Lucy and Charlie Brown and she's like what do you think my is my best quality and Charlie Brown just looks at her like a lot and she goes I think it's I think it's it's I'm nice to be ha, to have around and Charlie Brown's looking at her like are you kidding me and she goes yeah I I don't think it would be good if I weren't around. And I, it's just so funny. Like, he sits there and has deadpan the whole time she's complimenting herself. <laughs> and I just found it in my board. I thought, that's a good one. I would, oh, no, she said, I wouldn't want to not be around anymore. So it was really cute. <laughs> anyway. Good old I didn't Lucy. know you were such a fan of oh, my Lucy God, and I, Penis. Oh, I, my mother bought me once. I have this. Lucy little doll that I actually got at TJ Maxx and she's about a, a six or eight foot doll and she's plastic and her head is big and then she and I literally have her and then my mother one time bought and it was actually she said Larry it's really a dog squeeze toy but it's a Lucy <laughs> squeeze toy my mother bought it for me and I have these two the one that I have that's a, a like a little life-size but I mean she's only I mean she's very animated looking but she's a like a plastic doll she's she you know her she's jointed and then she has the big head and her little yeah. blue dress and then my i have the squeeze toy right next to it that my and it's, it's in my living room on my 
um, my bookshelves because I yeah she's just my fit. Well, I have a charm, a, a silver charm on one of my bracelets, a Lucy charm. Like she's yeah she's my my favorite. I just wish she had blonde hair. That's the only thing. <laughs> then it'd be a little more well, likely. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. so so what else is happening? Oh, um, you have a story. No, I don't have a story. I actually have an article that I want to read because oh. it's so it's so refreshing to me when I read this because there's so many women in our generation that can identify with this. And I, I just loved it when I read it. I think I told you about that newsletter that comes out from AARP. It's called The yep. Ethel. Yeah, yep. this is an article that was in that. And it was just one of those things that we just don't talk about as a society. But it happens a lot. And and I think that it's something that we need to say, okay, this is really going on all around us, and it's okay. That's the key to this. So this article was written by um, a woman named Sandel Morse, M-O-R-S-E. And it's called, Is This the Secret to a Better Marriage? And then she said, after more than 60 years of marriage, my husband and I lived separately. We sold our house at the edge of the sea, where afternoons we sat in Adirondack chairs and watched waves gather strength, curl and hurl themselves against rocks. Before this move, I peeled away chairs, desks, tables, beds, bureaus, rugs, photographs, artwork, glassware, and dishes. Gone, my mother-in-law's 100-year-old Renaissance oak dining table. Gone, the land that held my mother's and my father's ashes. Gone, the place that Mm. held our one history. We all have our own apartments. I came of age in the 50s after I married. My identity was Mrs. Richard F. Morse, Jr., My job description, including raising our three sons, preparing our meals, entertaining Dick's business associates, and sitting in his side during important dinners. I'd chosen a strong and powerful mate, thinking, perhaps unconsciously, that his independence and place in the world would transfer to me. From the beginning, I felt locked in, confused and constrained. I longed for the independent life I didn't live. Constant motion was my answer. Working, jogging, cooking, baking, hiking, skiing. Sometimes, though, I sat down into the malaise inside of me. I spent whole Saturdays in bed and stared at the ceiling. Was I happy? Unhappy? Was it my marriage? Was it me? I had no words. The feminine mystique hadn't reached me yet. Then, at 39, I matriculated at Dartmouth College and earned a Master of Arts in Liberal Studies. Paul and my roommate piled books on my desk. Daughter of Earth, Silences of Woman Born. She'd taken classes in a new discipline, Women's Studies. I thought about my life as a woman, what I'd lost when I married at 21. What I'd endured as a young wife, deferring to my husband's wishes and tastes. Yet I was the engine of our family, planning parties and celebration, soothing tears and bandaging skin knees. I was helper and healer. I was never alone, not even in my thoughts. My job was the care of others. That August, when I returned home, Dick and the boys took on a few more household chores. They scrubbed pots and swept the kitchen floor. 
Dark winter Saturday mornings, Dick served the boys pancakes and drove them to ski races while I turned over in bed. I wish I could say that kindness and cooperation were the DNA of our marriage. We were kind, but too often we weren't. We fought bitterly and repeatedly about Dick's addiction to cigarettes. Perhaps, though, his smoking was a metaphor for a deeper fissure. Dick was funny and kind, though he was also a my way or the highway kind of guy. He (laughs) gaslighted me. I'm not smoking. I don't know what you're smelling. My, have I heard that one before. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Anyway, yeah. Slowly, the glue that had held us together flaked. I lost my hiking buddy, my skiing buddy, my walking partner. (laughs) Sex waned, then disappeared. Dick leaned heavily on a banister to climb stairs. He fought for breath. He stopped walking except to his car. He no longer had the stamina to travel or visit a museum. He no longer read, not even his John Grisham books. He watched TV and stared into space. I wondered about the man I married. Did I know him? Had I ever known him? All he wanted, he said, was for me to be nice to him. Being nice meant hands off his habit. So what if I leave my dirty napkins and balled up snot-filled handkerchiefs for you to pick up? So what if I don't follow my doctor's instructions? I'm fine. My memory's fine. I walk fine. I cared for him after three pulmonary embolisms and open-heart surgery. I begged him to give up cigarettes, to exercise, and stop chowing down McDonald's hamburgers and shakes. You're at me, he said. You're always at me. Before we left the house by the sea, I had returned to the place I thought I'd left forever. Behavior of the tumultuous years of our marriage, when I screamed and smashed plates to the floor. One night as I swept up the shards of a coffee mug, I realized I'd reached the moment when staying was more difficult than leaving. Mm-hmm. Divorce wasn't an option. Dick and I had grown up together. We created a family and we cared deeply for that family. Despite our troubles, we loved each other. From the pocket-sized deck of my condo, where I live with Zeus, my nine-year-old standard poodle, my view is now a house with a rusted-off soffit and peeling paint. A for-rent sign hangs from the door jamb. Thick black cables hammock from utility pole to utility pole. A far cry from my seascape, yet I am content. Dick lives in a retirement community nearby, where he smokes in his apartment. We meet for lunch and dinner each week. We celebrate holidays, birthdays, our anniversary. One recent summer evening, Dick sat on the deck and sipped a scotch on the rocks. We get along better this way, he said. Yes, we do, I answered. I love it. That's I it. love it. Well, you know me. I've said forever, I think marriages would last if you lived in one side of the double and he lived in the other side. Get together when you need to and sayonara any other way. That's way. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted you to hear this. I, I love it. So perfect. I and love just, it. I, you need to wow. send me that one. I love That's it. That's a good one. There you it's go. It's a very good one because the fact there is go. these people get along so much better. It didn't require a divorce. It, it required yeah. that they needed their yeah. space. Exactly. And after 60 That's years of marriage, is. you got to say, this is an option. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. That's it's the cool. part that I love about it. Yeah, anyway, I, I just great. wanted you to hear that because as soon as yeah. I read it, I thought, wow, there's so much I, I see in this in my own relationship. <laughs> 
I know. I love it. Ah, well, yes. well, Lynn, you know, it's looking good up at the lake, and Pat can stay where he is. <laughs> God love him. Anyway, I think all you're right. right. Well, we're going to take, take a quick break. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399. Or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole Denova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Lori and Lynn Show, and I'm Lori Cadney, owner of Lori Cadney Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans, and I am the financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and several other places where you can get podcasts. And our uh, first guest expert this weekend is Angela Powell, who is a community liaison, I love to say that, for the Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center in Clark Summit. Welcome, Angela. Thank you for having me again. Oh, we're so happy when you come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we are. 
So what are we going to talk about today? You're always well prepared, Angela. (laughs) Well, I am prepared this time as well uh, (laughs) with Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah, how are our little friends at the animal uh, hospital doing? We are doing really well. Um, We just had uh, the founder, Dr. Genova, send out a company-wide post that we've hired uh, 21 new staff members in the past couple months, which is astronomically fantastic. Uh, We do have a new emergency clinician as well, um, Dr. Malarchek. So she's in our um, emergency department. And we've been seeing really good uh, numbers with our exotics department as well, which is relatively new. <laughs> so Yay. we are, yeah, we are continuing our path back to 24-7. Um, and we are continuing right. to serve the community as best as we can right now. Yay. That's such wow. good news. That's yeah, great. It was a lot. It's a lot. And we're really happy. And we have such a great team that we're just looking for more people to join the fantastic team. Okay. Enough you know, said. Angela, <laughs> recently I, and I wish I remembered, I, I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday, I read a post from Nicole on her LinkedIn page. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, it was, it was a really nicely done piece, of, you know, just in general about respect and, and, and um, just, you know, getting through what you have to get through. And you guys have been through, you know, like everybody uh, through this COVID situation and, and the changes and, and then trying to, ad- like, adjust on the fly. Because in your case, you know, just like hospitals or anything else, I mean, this is taking care in an urgent situation in many cases of someone's loved ones and they happen to be pets, but that's all of the, the, the changes you've made to accommodate the changes that have, have happened in the world. And now the rebound and the, to, to re up and get back to where you want to get, I'm sure it's, it's crazy with anything, but when you're dealing with, you know, not only the sick um, or injured pet, but then, of course, the parents of the pets who are, let's face it, um, most parents of pets treat them like they're their children. So it's, it's a lot of um, emotion at the same time that you're trying to keep things running like a business. So how is that all going? Like you just said, getting back, you're out, you know, full swing into getting it back. There are 21 people. I mean, that's huge in this economy where nobody is, no one wants jobs because they can't find people to work. Absolutely. So how is that being accomplished? What do you, what do you give credit to for that? I think um, our business kind of speaks for itself with being, being here. We celebrated our 11th anniversary back in May. Um, We've become like a really well-known established business. We have tons of positive reviews. Um, from pet parents and we're so appreciative of people who take the time to leave those reviews to help others, you know, get a feel for our business and, and they see that we're not just, as people say, in it for the money. We're really, really trying to uh, provide the best possible care for your pets and that positive reputation really has helped us, especially through the pandemic when people have become even more concerned about the welfare of their pets or 
not being able to come into the building. They've been a little bit more panicked or, or concerned. Um, so we've been just taking the steps that we can do to apply those same principles that we would give in the building um, by doing curbside or offering advice yeah. over the phone. Um, our staff has been really fantastic with communication in terms of uh, following up with pet parents if they're waiting in their cars or if they're at home, um, kind of giving everyone a heads up on what the status of their pet is, you know, what what's going on. Are they in surgery? Are they out of surgery? Here's what happened. Um, so, like I said, we're just kind of taking all of the principles that we have used to establish our um, sterling reputation and just adapting them in any way that we see fit that helps pet parents um, feel that same sense of security and confidence in our in our staff and in our work. Good. You know what? I don't. If we talked about this, Lynn, did you have a question? Because I'm just rattling here, Lynn. Do do you? Because I I think this is neat, but I don't want to jump in because I just asked one. Do you have something? That no, that's okay. Ask? I was no. I was just uh, going to say that I am so overwhelmed by that that comment. I know new people. <laughs> I I just can't get over it. It's just everybody else is complaining about they can't find anybody and they had to cut their hours because they didn't mm -hmm. have enough staff, especially in restaurants. Yep. You see that everywhere, and mm -hmm. I just think it's wonderful. It says it speaks volumes about the culture of VREC and why people want to work there. I think it's yes. it's a great compliment. So yes. nice job. Well, Angela, what I was going... Go ahead, honey. Oh, no, we just appreciate um, the continued and ongoing support from the community. And, you know, we know that going from a 24-7 to not having 24-7 hours is, is difficult. We, we totally understand that. Um, but we're so appreciative of the pet parents who understand why it is what it is and that we aren't just sitting there and doing it to be um, difficult. We're doing it because we want to make sure our staff is happy and healthy and well-rested so that they don't burn out. And just the fact that they know that it's an ongoing thing and we are trying our best. And, you know, every time we hire someone new, we get that much closer to returning to the 24-7 status in our emergency service that everyone is known to grow or that's they've come to love. And, and Angela, what I, Angela, what I wanted to ask you is this, uh, and I thought about this, and I don't think we've covered that in the last, through this pandemic, is, you know, so many parents or people are staying home and therefore seeing their pet more often. Did, do you find a lot of sort of um, uh, false feelings of, of like, oh my God, I think there's something wrong with my animal because he's acting like this and I've never seen that. Um, and really it wasn't something, it was more that they aren't there and the animal was a little kind of ticked off, like, oh, you're in my space now, so now I'm, I'm a little mopey. <laughs> I mean, has that happened? Because I would assume that that, you noticing your pet more because you're there when you ordinarily wouldn't be, and it may not be that there is, or the opposite. You find that you, now you paid more attention so you did find something that could have, was a problem and maybe you wouldn't have seen it as quickly if you were, were not there. Did that happen um, a lot? 
during Absolutely, that? it has. Where people have been home, um, they weren't aware that their pet was exhibiting some kind of behavior or they were you know, barking or vocalizing and it was a little bit out of the ordinary. And I know a lot of uh, primary care vets have seen that as well. Um, but I, I mean, I'm happy that pet parents are taking the steps necessary to get their pets checked out just to make sure that they're safe and, you know, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't lead to something more intense or more dangerous down the road. So we have seen that a lot. I know a lot of primary vets have seen that. And a lot of primary vets have referred to us via surgery, internal medicine, um, or et cetera, uh, because these concerned pet parents have seen this behavior and it is something that maybe they wouldn't have seen if they were working from, from the office mm-hmm. yeah. and it yeah. prevented a lot of further complications. There you go. And then what about Thanksgiving with, with, animals and mm. oh maybe they could get this because it's a treat and it's we're here <laughs> or you know the uh, the old uh, it fell on the floor so you know buddy absolutely it up. what happens with that well one of the things I wanted to talk about um, is pancreatitis which is something that we see a lot of around holidays especially Thanksgiving and Christmas um, it occurs when a cat or a dog has a really high fat meal And the pancreas um, is what makes the enzymes to break down fats and carbs and proteins. It also produces insulin and a really high fat meal filled with, you know, gravies and turkeys and um, buttery things um, can cause this uh, pancreatitis. And um, it, it can be really painful for the pet and it can be really painful and dangerous if it's not treated. So we're just kind of sending out a warning to pet parents that if you do want your pet to partake in Thanksgiving festivities and you want to give them a little plate of their own, um, stick to a plain, unboiled, no salt, no fat turkey, preferably white meat because it has less fat, um, and some plain veggies, whether it's sweet potatoes or green beans or... Uh, anything like that, that will really reduce the risk. Not to say that it's going to eliminate, but it will reduce the risk of having pancreatitis because that is something that you will have to go to a vet for and they'll have to offer some advice, medication, um, specific diets, and we don't want to see that, especially not around the holiday. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, pancreatitis is a real bugger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it please well, make sure you don't drop things or leave trash yeah. bags out or mm-hmm. leave uh, foods on the counter yeah. if your pets are known to jump up there or knock things off. Well, I have to tell you, Angela, and I probably said this before, but my sister Barbara Cadden, she's a huge animal dog lover, dog uh, labs in particular, and her first dog, Molly, um, many uh-huh. years ago, they're always, she loves yellow labs or um, and so she had a um, lemon meringue pie in the container with the lid oh, on no. that she had purchased. Oh, no. And it was up on the counter all the way in the back. Like she knew, do you know that, that my sister came home and the dog had not only, she got up and she got the whole pie and ate the whole 
lemon meringue pie. And, and when Barbara came in, she was trying to eat the tinfoil, like, bottom of the pie. Oh. Because she oh, was trying to get every, the, the whole pie was gone. The whole pie. I hope wow. she was okay. <laughs> oh, she was fine. And she, and believe me, she lived to be, you know, I mean, she was, I think, 13 or 14 years old. So, um, and she, but Barbara never, like, she's just so everything she does with her dogs. And that was, it was just funny. Anyway, it was, it, it, it turned, you can say it now <laughs> because nothing happened and she was fine. But it was it's so, like, you just get the whole pie gone. So anyway. Uh-huh. But that's my story about that. So, um, Angela, we thank you. We're going to um, take a quick break, and we thank you for coming on. We will talk to you next month, and um, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we thank will be right back well. with thank you with our next guest expert, Mr. Mike McHale. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitch and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to the Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. 
I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and many other places you find podcasts. And I'm Laurie Cadney, owner of Laurie Cadney Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us is our guest expert, Mr. Michael McHale, who is a partner with the wonderful accounting firm of Barbetti McHale at 1421 East Drinker Street in the good old borough of Dunmore. Hi, Mike. Hi, guys. Hi. Pardon me? How are you doing? Doing well. In this, yeah. uh, we went from a 70-degree day down to a 30-degree <laughs> day, but, but we're, we're hanging in there. Hopefully, you guys are, too. Yeah, yeah. we are. And Lynn, <laughs> Lynn was saying earlier, and she had talked when we were discussing topics for the show, Lynn, um, tell Mike what you were thinking about. I was thinking that maybe this would be the perfect time in November to talk about some uh, year-end tax planning ideas. And I know that they're the, the kind of thing that we suggest every year, Mike, but maybe there's some things that just need to be repeated because people are in different situations this year than they may have been last year. So let's talk about what some of those smart ideas are. <coughs> Pardon me as I cough as they start to talk. Um, <laughs> that's actually a great idea, especially this time of year. Uh, for for those who have the opportunity to do a lot of tax planning, um, I do advise to to call your tax preparer, your tax strategist, and uh, and talk about some things. There's a lot of things that we can minimize our tax situation, and a lot of the things you would do anyway. What I mean by that is uh, a lot of companies who have the opportunity to have cash um, could add a piece of equipment um, and deduct it right away. Now, this isn't a, a tax avoidance issue. This is a tax delay. What I mean by that is if you buy a piece of equipment, say for $25,000, typically you would have to depreciate that on tax purposes over five years, and you take $5,000 deduction over those years. Um, a, a reasonable thing that we do, and we do that for book purposes too, but for tax purposes, we're allowed to write the entire amount off. So, Instead of paying uh, only deducting five thousand and having to pay taxes on the on the twenty uh, because we couldn't deduct it, uh, we could deduct the entire amount, the entire twenty five thousand, and save taxes on those. So that minimizes the tax situation. And there's quite a few different things uh, that we can do. You can convert your uh, to convert your IRAs to Roth IRAs, which is a a strategy. Um, you could pull income from 21 into 20. In other words, try to get as much done before year-end. If you're running towards a, a loss, you could pull the income in. You always want to try to just minimize exact, you know, the, the, the gain and or loss 
you want to minimize the break even is perfect. I know none of us ever get there, but it is perfect. Uh, and charitable contributions is always a good one. If you have the opportunity and you have the wherewithal to do so, uh, make those charitable contributions before year end and make sure we can deduct them on this year's tax return. Even though at times they're limited based on your income, it's a, it's a great opportunity to give and, and feel a little better about yourself too. Why not, right? It's the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, uh, on that, uh, on that point, I just discovered something I didn't know that I think is very, um, it's, it's a very interesting thing for people to consider. Those people who are charitably inclined in the first place, of course, that, that has to be the premise there to start with. But uh, if you're 70 and a half or older, you can actually take money directly from an IRA and send it to an institution uh, without having to pay the income tax on it. And normally any kind of a withdrawal from an IRA is taxable as ordinary income. But in this case, um, you can actually have the money transferred directly from your IRA to the institution and not have to pay any taxes on that. And it's important that you do it the right way, but that's, and and it's an unlimited deduction. Mm -hmm. That is such a gift. It, it absolutely is, and it's a great idea, a great planning idea that, mm-hmm. as you said at the beginning, those who have the wherewithal to do that, it's a great idea. And Similarly, let, let me backtrack one second because you hit something in my mind. The example that I was using on the depreciation, the 25000 again, it, it, it's delaying taxes. You always want to delay paying taxes till later in your life, and, and hopefully... You know, you never have to pay taxes, but in the instance where I showed you the 25, and typically you take it over five years, the deduction in 2021 is over a million dollars. So a, a company throwing a million dollars in in gain and going to have to pay taxes, they have 30 percent. That's three hundred thousand dollars you're going to have to pay the government. If you took and you, and you bought up a piece of equipment that you knew you were going to need, I, I wouldn't recommend going out and buying stuff just to buy stuff. But if you knew you needed it, you could, you could buy it and, and, uh, and finance it. Don't get me wrong. That, that doesn't matter. But the asset itself up to a million dollars and forgive me, I think it's a million, a million dollars and $50,000. Um, that you could deduct right away. It's called section 179 expense. So that million dollars of your income would be wiped out for tax purposes. Now, for book purposes, it's, it's handled differently. But for tax purposes, you don't pay any taxes. And that's a significant benefit that you're pushing the tax burden down the road, which everybody wants to do. So I wanted to make clarify that. And, Mike, we're that's pushing sweet. it down the road. We're pushing it down the road until the IRS is abolished, right? <laughs> we're going to keep doing it. I keep throwing that in, Mike. You know what I'm saying? But, but well, it's true. It's, oh. You know what, Mike, the other thing I want to ask, and I know this is a basic question, but it, I think it helps. When you say depreciation and you depreciate the cost, and could you just give a thumbnail on the actual what that actually, how, like who can do that and how long can you do it? Well, I mean, that's a great, great question. And it's, it's something that typically accountants handle that. That's why it, it's not typically out there. But if you buy on a, it, it's easier to, to think on a company basis. If you buy something that's capitalized, which means that it's something that's going to be used more than a year. So typically a piece of equipment, a car, a vehicle, 
something like that. The IRS has, uh, it stipulates that you cannot deduct that right away. You have to take it over a certain amount of years. How many years? Well, that question is, is actually defined by the IRS. It'll tell you certain amount, a certain piece of equipment or furniture or uh, intangible assets or, you know, uh, building improvements, so on and so forth. It'll tell you how many years you have to deduct that over. Not, not allowed. You have to deduct it uh, over a certain amount of years. Cars are from three to five years, depending on what type or how heavy the car is. Um, furniture, probably the easiest thing to do. It's typically five years. But the one tax planning thing, and again, that's all defined by the IRS. How you have to take it over that many years. But the one thing that I was explaining before is a tax situation. Yes, for book, we always deduct it over several years because we want to match the assets to what, uh, how we use them. So the year depreciating over the several years for book purposes is fine. But the tax possibility that that furniture could be deducted immediately for, and, and save the tax immediately is a significant help to most businesses out there. So, again, if any businesses are planning on making a, a significant income, obviously a good situation that you're in. Talk to a tax professional, have mm-hmm. someone come in, walk, walk you through the exact things we could do to minimize this year's tax. It's something that a lot of our clients do. We're happy to do it. And uh, it obviously saves money. So it's, it's, we're all happy when we do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, Mike, too, it's so important, and that's the next thing I was going to say, and you, you sort of touched on it, is that I hear people in my age, again, I, I was 60 in February, last February, and this past February, and, it, and, and it, you know, people talk about, you know, when they might want to retire, what they want to do, take money out of this, do that. All of these things that they they but they're like oh I don't know what it's I just don't know what it's going to do to affect my taxes I don't know I I don't know I mean maybe I'll have to pay I mean aren't those questions Mike isn't doesn't that wouldn't that behoove anybody wouldn't it behoove anyone to reach out to their tax preparer and talk to them ahead of time so they have a little bit more understanding and a little more knowledge it may not be to the penny but it'll it'll show or you can at least give some sense of knowing what it's going to cost you in, in the long run. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, 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 to, and again, a lot of our clients do exactly what you just said. It's great to sit down with someone, even if it's for comfort in your mind, to sit right. down with someone. I mean, I, I had someone on the phone today who was concerned about last year's tax situation that they may owe. That, and I said, it's, it's not that big of a deal as long as you pay your taxes somewhat on time, what I mean by that, 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 that's a loaded answer there. I take that back. <laughs> you have to pay your tax on time, um, which is the main, main thing you have to do. But to your point, you have to, it, it's such a great idea to sit with a professional, whether it be your tax preparer, your CPA, your tax attorney, or a lot of people in the investment market have the ability to do the same thing where they could sit and tell you, Again, you have this much at the end of the year that if we did A, B, and C, you could cut down your taxes, whether it be to uh, put it, put money into an IRA, make charitable deductions, or go buy a piece of equipment and, and, and deduct it right away. A lot of different things, and I'm only throwing out a couple of handful ones that are easy to 
a tired mind here, but um, there's a lot of different ways to sit down and, which again, if it's only to put your mind at ease, it's a right. great idea to sit down with someone and, and talk through your situation. Make sure that you're doing everything you can to not have to pay Uncle Sam all the money that we do. And, and all of us pay too much taxes as it is, but, um, you know, it's a great idea to sit and talk to someone. And I have a question on Lynn's point that you guys just talked about, because as a fundraiser, uh, I think that's the greatest thing to know is that you can make that donation. But is it only at that age, Lynn? You said 70 and a half. Yes. It, it's, not it's not in between no. the 59 and so it's only no. after 70 and a half. Right. Okay, so that's, I mean, and the beauty of doing that, Mike, would be for what purpose? Not using it if you're still gainfully employed, you're not taking money out of something else and, you're, and the money's sitting there so you can take it and not have to pay tax on the deduction um, because, or not take on the distribution because you're giving it directly to, to, um, to a charitable organization. And then does that become, that is a pure then deduction on your taxes because you gave it away? And that's you hit you hit it exactly correct. That's exactly what you would do. You would it, it, it becomes a hundred percent deduction up to your AGI, up to your adjusted gross income. So, um, in other words, it can't put you into a law standpoint, but um, it's limited in that regard. But it's it's a great idea, and again, you're helping if you're have the wherewithal to do that. You're you have the ability to help other organizations that you support, that you love, that mean something to you. It's a great mm -hmm. way to do accomplish a lot of things and, and help yourself at the same time. Yeah, if anybody wants to do that, they can call me. I'm happy to give them advice <laughs> as to who to give money to for all the wonderful causes I work for. So it's all it's all, there's so many good things out there, and everybody needs our, your help. So it's that's that's really neat. I love it. I didn't know that, Lynn. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. What else, yeah. Mike? Anything else that people should do? by year end? I, again, I think just to stress the point, to, to go see someone, if you're in a situation where you, you have have enough, I don't want to say you have too much money, but uh, the, the you have money where you can help others or you want to make a tax planning decision, whether to be a buy piece of equipment or to put it into an IRA, call a tax professional or uh, an investment professional to sit and talk about exactly what to do red because there's obvious deadlines your ira you could do post twelve thirty one, um but uh, everything else m more or less has to be done before that so uh time is of the end to try to get everything done and i recommend everybody to do so well mike how can anyone get in touch with you if they need to um talk to you well as you said at the beginning we're at 1421 east drinker street i'm not quite sure what why we're east and anyway but but we're at east <laughs> 21 Barbetti McHale LLC. Uh, we've been around for 40 plus years. Um, our phone number 570-346-2057. There you go. Well, Mike, happy uh, Thanksgiving to you and your family and everyone up at Barbetti McHale. And we will talk to you next month. And everyone else out there, have a great weekend. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye.
save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.